the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. There doesn't seem to be a consensus in Congress about whether President Trump is making the right move by withdrawing the U.S. from an arms control agreement with Russia. Senator Rand Paul says he thinks it's a big, big mistake to flippantly get out of this historic agreement. And Senator Bob Corker is hoping that Trump's step is just a negotiating maneuver. Backing Trump is Senator Lindsey Graham, who says absolutely the right move and that the Russians have been cheating. Congo's military says rebels have killed 15 civilians and abducted a dozen children in an attack at the center of the latest Ebola outbreak. The violence has again forced the suspension of crucial virus containment efforts. Congo's health minister calling it a dark day. November 6th, right around the corner. President Trump out campaigning for Republican candidates. He was in Nevada yesterday. He'll be in Houston on Monday. Wisconsin on Wednesday. Charlotte, North Carolina on Friday. This is SRN News. These past couple of weeks, we've seen just how toxic political rhetoric can be and that the midterms really are a battleground. Prager, Elder, and Medved are in the Twin Cities Thursday the 25th to help us find direction through the fog that is mainstream media. Head to am1280thepatriot.com for tickets and details. The Battleground Talkers Tour is supported by Mortgages Unlimited, MakeMNRed.com, and Lucky Station Convenience Stores. You're listening to AM 1280 The Patriot. we got another hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network with Brad Carlson up next. First, did you know that most of your favorite shows are available as podcasts online? Go to am1280thepatriot.com and click on the podcast tab. You'll have access to our deep archive of interviews, conversations, and the big happenings of the week and other hot topics. Quick look at the weather. Looks like a high of 56 today. It's going to be sunny to partly cloudy, kind of mild. Tonight going to be dipping down to around 34, and it's going to be clear skies all night. On the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast, we'd like to call it Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take your phone call at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. That's hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And uh, check out our Facebook page. If you haven't liked us already on Facebook, just do a search for Northern Alliance Radio Network. Like our page, and you'll keep updated on uh, all of our shows, what's going on with the Northern Alliance. And uh, we'd like to do video updates prior to each show. 
as well. Uh, our guest hasn't called in uh, yet, as yet, as yet. Okay. We are expecting uh, Dave Hughes, a Republican candidate for Congress in Minnesota's 7th Congressional District. Uh, I'll tell you what, Adam, if he does call, let's bump it to 215 segment if, uh, if he calls, because i got plenty of other things to talk about. Um, if indeed Dave does call during the 2 o'clock segment. But we hope to have Dave on. That is a district that's not getting a lot of play as far as one that could flip from Democrat to Republican, mostly because longtime incumbent Colin Peterson is uh, still uh, representing the district. But we'll we'll find out from Dave, hopefully, uh, how the uh, campaign is faring thus far. But I do have some uh, rather disturbing stories from the uh, campaign trail from the past uh, couple of weeks. And this is why it's irresponsible for elected officials like uh, Maxine Waters to call for physical confrontation. Same with uh, Senator Cory Booker, basically talking about getting in representatives' faces and not let them rest, not let them rest easy. You've had leftists all over Twitter saying, we can't rest, we can't leave these people alone, they're not allowed to sleep in peace or eat in peace. Uh, as long as they're a threat to our democracy, which, gee, that isn't overly dramatic, is it? But that's that's the whole point. It's just like, look, because we live in a representative uh, republic where people are elected by democratic processes, i.e. at the ballot box, there's always an opportunity to vote them out every so often. So this idea that you have to go to such lengths to intimidate people, to terrorize people, into not running or to getting out of office or whatever your intentions are, whatever your end game is, uh, it's irresponsible. And like I say, we we've seen far. It, it only takes a handful of people to cause some serious danger. I mean, we need to look no further than just 17 months ago on a baseball field in in Maryland or Virginia, wherever it was, where a bunch of members of uh, Republican caucus were shot at by a a, a committed Bernie supporter. Bernie Sanders supporter. Now, again, I'm not blaming Bernie Sanders for this, of course, but this is the danger when you suggest we need to meet meet these people with with violence. So uh, if that's Dave, I can take him right now, actually. Uh, we do have a phone call, so we'll see if it's him or, or not. But the point is, is that there's been a lot of disturbing trends of this uh, recently. And We've it's happened with some statewide candidates, particularly House Republican candidates, uh, Sarah Anderson, who is currently a state representative in House District 44A, uh, which is a Plymouth area, and Shane Meckland, who is actually candidate in 15B. He's running for uh, the seat currently occupied by Jim Neuberger, who is running for U.S. Senate. Uh, so, you know, that's they've recently had some uh, incidents that have been pretty scary. And you know what? Uh, This is, I'm glad this is getting media coverage because all too often a lot stuff like this might be swept under the rug. Here's a uh, Facebook post from Shane Mecklen. This was actually uh, last Sunday evening. Uh, And he uh, talked about the previous Friday evening. So this would have been Friday, October 12th. Uh, Shane Mecklen says, uh, I was assaulted in Benton County. I suffered a concussion, and the incident is now in the hands of law enforcement. While I never met my assailant, the words he yelled at me before he attacked me led me to believe his actions were politically motivated. When I chose to run for office, I expected to be politically attacked, but never physically. I weighed whether or not to share this today. But ultimately, I think we all need a reminder to be civil to each other regardless of our perspectives. 
Finally, thank you to those of you who have reached out. My family and I are so grateful for your prayers and words of support. Again, that's Shane Mecklen, who's running for House District 15B, which is kind of up in the Becker-St. Cloud area. Another one, Sarah Anderson, who uh, is in the uh, Plymouth area, she had a very scary encounter, apparently. Well, actually, I'll read from the Fox 9 story. Uh, State Representative Sarah Anderson of Plymouth said she confronted a man for kicking her campaign sign when he charged her. Uh, let's let me read more of the uh, story here. Anderson said the man kicking her campaign sign Sunday afternoon said he was an anarchist and that Anderson should kill herself. She said she drove to a nearby gas station where she tried to get a photo of the man as he walked down the road. That's when Anderson said he charged and prevented her from shutting her car door. And here's uh, Sarah Anderson's quote. That's when he just hauled off and punched me in the arm, she said. Then I put the car in reverse to just get out of there. Plymouth police confirmed they were investigating but declined further comment. Anderson said police would be interviewing her attacker on Tuesday. Uh, Both candidates, this is Sarah Anderson and Shane Mecklen, said they planned to continue campaigning. Mecklen said he would no longer go door-to-door alone, while Anderson said she was campaigning with volunteers and alerting her husband to her whereabouts. Three weeks from now, I don't want this to be the defining moment of my campaign, Anderson said. I refuse to allow this to change me as a person. So this is this is the kind of thing that's been going on. And again, I'm not saying that Shane Mecklen's attacker or Sarah Anderson's attacker were operating under any orders from, say, Maxine Waters or Cory Booker or Ian Milheiser with, uh, I think he's with uh, Think Progress, where he basically, Ian Milheiser, his quote was, we, you know, we, we need to, you know, tell me again why we should let these people be peaceful where they eat and where they sleep uh, if they're continuing to destroy our democracy. You know, that was his chanting point. And I got to tell you, you know, I've said on this program many times before, for as much chiding as progressives do of the right for being gun nuts, you really want to bother them where they sleep? I mean, you're accusing them of being gun nuts, of, 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 of caring more about their guns than anything else. So why would you want to go bother them where they sleep? That doesn't, make, that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. If you really believe these people are loons with a bunch of guns, why, why would you even suggest going onto their property? That doesn't make any sense to me. But my point is, is that these suggestions that are given, you know, there's enough. We've seen it. There's just a, there's enough unstable people out there to create chaos. And as much as divided as our government is, it only takes, you know, a couple people to be physically harmed or irreparably harmed to where they can't serve in their capacity. Okay. So that that's why it's just so irresponsible for people to say such things, to advocate that members of Congress be physically accosted. It happened to Mitch McConnell again just over the weekend. He was in some restaurant and someone was yelling at him from across the restaurant. You know, crazy stuff like this. But perhaps one of the more scary situations, I live up in Ramsey, which is uh, between Anoka and Elk River. And we uh, have a special election for mayor. Typically, mayor is elected in the uh, in the presidential election years, but we're, uh, the mayor of our town she moved to a different city, so that post became vacated. So therefore, we're 
there's a um, mayoral race, uh, a special election for the mayor. Now, the mayoral race is technically nonpartisan, but local parties can make recommendations. They can't do endorsements per se, but they can make recommendations on whom they think would best represent the value of their particular political unit. In this case, uh, the local Republican Party, where I live, uh, recommended Richard Wolf uh, over John Letourneau for mayor of Ramsey. And Richard Wolf, just this past week, came out with a um, pretty disturbing story himself on his uh, Facebook page. Again, this was last Sunday evening as well. Uh, Richard Wolf said, I decided to run for mayor of Ramsey because I felt the city was not looking out for our best interest. However, I never expected my opposition supporters to stoop this low. Let me tell you how my week has gone. On Monday morning before work, my wife found a beer bottle and I found a bottle of liquor on our property. But we don't drink. Since then, someone wrote F.U. on the back of my truck, released air out of my back tire, and stole one of my car magnets. Six ducks and three chickens have mysteriously died, which I believe there is rat poison by the duck coop. And today we had to rush one of our horses to the emergency vet hospital because she looked like she was dying. A lot of liquid was coming out of her nose. She was refusing to move and her eyes were glazed over. Luckily, a vet came over and gave her medication. She is at the vet hospital right now and the next 12 hours will tell us if she is going to make it. All of this in less than one week. If anyone knows something about this, please tell the Ramsey police because this behavior cannot be tolerated. Uh, sadly, we've later ascertained that the horse he was talking about ended up uh, dying as well. Uh, just absolutely horrifying, frightening, scary stuff. Now, I do take issue with one thing. Richard Wolf automatically deduced that this was his opposition supporters. Imply his opposition for the mayoral race is John Letourneau, who is a current Ramsey City Council member. Um, I'm not 100% convinced that this is uh, supporters of John Letourneau. Certainly John Letourneau, I know I've met him a couple times. I don't believe he would sanction some something like this or approve of something like this. And I'm not 100% convinced it's his supporters. But I will say that the city council and mayor that were in place starting in 2012, it basically shifted. There was some deep pockets that basically bought the mayor's office and the whole all new city council back in 2012 because they had they wanted to they had an idea of how they wanted the large swath of vacant land that's at the southwest end of town they had an idea of how they wanted that developed and bringing in a new mayor and new city council would upset that apple cart so i'm saying that there's there is quite possibly i don't have any proof of this but it's possible that the supporters of these deep pockets are responsible for this. Possible. And if so, it's sheer political terrorism. Whoa, terrorism. That's 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 kind of a heavy word there, isn't it? Well, um, if people are no longer going to run for political office because they feel like they're they feel like they feel terrorized and scared put their name on a ballot for what might happen to them? Yeah, then I'd say political terrorism is a perfectly apt description. Now, again, Richard Wolf, from my understanding, is also, for his day job, is also a high school teacher. And because he puts his address on some of his campaign literature, because that's his official campaign headquarters as well, 
you might get some of his students to say, oh, that's where Mr. Wolf lives. Well, we've got, we've, you know, and again, I have no idea. I have no idea what kind of teacher Mr. Richard Wolf is, if he's popular or unpopular, but I'm just saying if there are a few students who don't like him as a teacher, maybe they perpetrated these acts. Who's to say? So I'm stopping short and saying that this attack was politically motivated, but given what has gone on around the entire state, is it at least possible? Oh, yeah. So hopefully the perpetrators are caught because killing animals senselessly like this, disgusting, disgusting. And I'm ashamed that if it's residents of my city that are doing this, very disgusting. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America. Are you considering a safe or gun safe to secure your valuables and firearms? If so, before you spend any money on any typical run-of-the-mill safe, check out the amazing handcrafted Rhino Ironworks safes at rhinosafe.com. See for yourself why Rhino Safe customers are so passionate about their antique industrial-style safes. And if you're a gun owner, you'll love the convenience of the swing-out gun rack. Rhino has a huge dealer network, great pricing, warranty, and customer service. So go to rhinosafe.com today. That's rhinosafe.com. Your life is an important one. At AM 1280 The Patriot, we're interested in hearing about how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our station and our hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities, challenges, and a desire for personal growth. And each day, it's our wish that what you hear positively affects you and your family. We provide you a perspective on news that is truthful and timely. We may even be your main source of much-needed information that gives unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly, and we would love for you to tell us about it. Here's what we want you to do. Record a video message on your phone or camera and share your story with us. And for simply sharing your impact story with us, you'll automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of an Apple iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil. You have until October 23rd, so visit am1280thepatriot.com today and use keyword story to submit your video. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. 
Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Welcome back, AM 1280, The Patriot. We'll do Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in by Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. We do want to get to our guest right away as we have a short segment here. Uh, Dave Hughes is the Republican candidate in Minnesota Congressional District Number 7, which is currently represented by longtime Congressman Colin Peterson. It is a heavily red district, yet the power of incumbency keeps sending uh, Colin Peterson back to Washington. There's been rumors that he's thinking of retiring Oh, one of these cycles, but I'd prefer to see him retired via the ballot box than on his own accord. And uh, the man who is up for that task has been uh, running a uh, solid campaign for more than a year now, and he's been kind enough to take time out from his busy schedule to join us on the broadcast. And, of course, I am talking about the aforementioned Dave Hughes, Republican candidate for Congress in CD7. Dave, good to have you back on the broadcast, sir. How are you? Good, Brad. Thanks so much. Uh, great to be back with you. Uh, good to have you on, Dave. Uh, like I said, uh uh, Republican uh, candidate for Congress, uh, represent or attempting to represent Minnesota Congressional District Seven, which is pretty much the western portion of the state of Minnesota. Uh, Dave, I had mentioned that this has become a solid red district. Cook uh, partisan voting index has us almost on par with CD six, which uh, Congressman Emmer represents. Yet Colin Peterson continues to be sent back to Washington. Uh, Dave, like I said, you've been campaigning for over a year. Uh, what are you hearing from the constituents? What is their main concern going into these midterms? T-minus 16 days until Election Day, Dave Hughes. T-minus 16 days, and we are on the road today uh, visiting multiple counties on our way to Meeker County right now. Just uh, uh, was in Ottertail County earlier, and uh, we're knocking on doors and posting signs and doing all that uh, on-the-ground stuff that really is going to win this election, uh, something I don't think my opponent is uh, doing or hasn't done in a very long time. So uh, we're out there, and, uh, you know, we... we are hearing what what folks have been talking about for a long time, and that is that uh, they want to see these trade deals improved. And uh, President Trump has had success recently, you know, with South Korea, EU, the United States, Mexico, Canada agreement. And the final piece of that puzzle is to really come to a much better uh, situation with China. And I'm confident that the U.S. Trade Representative's office, Ambassador Lighthizer and his staff and the president and uh, members of Congress are all working hard right now. Uh, to make that happen. And uh, what the farmers have told me is it's got to happen by next spring at the latest, and I think it is going to happen. And uh, as a freshman member of Congress uh, next January, I'll be working hand-in-hand uh, hand with the president, with Secretary Purdue, and um, and all those folks to get that done. And, and the fact of the matter is Colin Peterson has no useful uh, collegial kind of working relationship with any of those folks. And I, I think that's why we've seen a, a lack of uh, progress in the farm bill and, and on these trade deals. And if you look at... Uh, Collins, uh, uh, you know, legislation that has passed in the last few years, uh, that's about it for the last eight or nine years. Once again, we are joined by Dave Hughes. He's the Republican candidate for Congress in Minnesota Congressional District 7, trying to unseat Colin Peterson, who I believe was first elected back in 1990, has continued to go back to Washington. Uh, Dave, I know that we talked, gosh, over a year ago at a, at a Patriot event. Uh, you decided after uh, your defeat in 2016 you were going to jump right back in the race. So this has been a solid year and a half of you uh, campaigning. How are you feeling right now? The the light is almost at the end of the tunnel, like I say, a little over two weeks until Election Day. Uh, uh, you got to be running on fumes at this point, but you uh, sounds like you're still going strong, Dave Hughes. Well, I just want to tell you, it's been close to an early, certainly been nonstop since then. Sure. Uh, but uh, we're feeling great. 
days to go, and uh, there's sort of a uh, paradox there where, on the one hand, uh, ready to see that light at the end of the tunnel and be done here in 16 days, but on the other hand, uh, you're never quite uh, satisfied, and, and there's still more folks to meet and no, more uh, doors to be knocked. And so we're running hard, and I'm feeling great, and we're very confident because, uh, as you know, the president endorsed me fully back on September 8th. Yes. And uh, that, was, that was a shot in the arm, and, and the campaign has gotten even more energy. The momentum is growing, and, and we're very confident. Have you had an opportunity to uh, have any candidate forums with your uh, opponent, Representative Peterson? Uh, we have. You know, there was Farm Fest a while back, and I thought that went really well. And then two days ago on Friday, we had two debates uh, in one day, uh, late morning with Minnesota Public Radio. That was about a 30-minute thing. And then um, in the evening, uh, a whole hour live on uh, Prairie Public Television from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock, and uh, I thought that went really well. Fantastic. Again, uh, Dave Hughes, the Republican candidate in Congressional District 7, representing most of the western half of the state. Uh, Dave, I guess uh, as you've been uh, going around the state, you know, the western half of the state, very close to our uh, neighbor, North Dakota, who has uh, has certainly become more red as the years have gone on. And it sounds like their last statewide uh, candidate, uh, Heidi Heitkamp, will be sent packing uh, this November do you get a sense or get a feel that uh, kind of what goes on to our neighbors just to the west has any impact at all? I mean, I know obviously the folks uh, that reside in North Dakota uh, certainly can't uh, vote in Minnesota. That's an obvious statement. But do you feel like there's any kind of momentum that uh, uh, bleeds over into the western half of the state here, Dave Hughes? Well, certainly uh, the the attention of the president and the vice president. and All right. Did we lose, Dave? Dakota. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm with you. Can you hear me? Uh, sorry about that, Dave. You cut in a little bit. I apologize for that. I, I, I was wondering if we lost you. I can hear you now, so continue. I'm sorry about that. Okay. Yeah, to, to answer your question, uh, the momentum that, that we've seen over in North Dakota with Kevin Kramer's race, because the president, the vice president, and uh, other members uh, up high like that who've paid attention to Kevin Kramer's race, and then to our east uh, with Pete Stauber in the 8th and Jim Hagedorn down in the 1st, uh, you know, our, our geographic proximity to all that, there's been huge uh, momentum. And what I'm hearing all over the district in the 38 counties of uh, Minnesota 7th Congressional District is so many folks, uh, farmers especially, who say, look, Colin's an okay guy. I voted for him multiple times in the past, but he's been there too long. He's out of touch, hasn't done anything recently, and uh, we're ready for a change. And uh, I'm, I'm here to bring conservative leadership to western Minnesota, and so that's what I'm hearing. And, you know, Brad, you asked earlier about what the big issues are. Obviously, trade and the tariff situation is, is huge, but there's a couple of other ones that, that remain unresolved. You know, one of those, probably the most important issue to, to people in their everyday lives is health care. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we've got this Obamacare fiasco that still remains just a total failure of uh, federal public policy. And we've, we've got to get that right by repealing the law and implementing some sensible free market reforms that will allow the states and the free market to, to fix the situation. And that's what I'm running on. And, and my opponent, uh, Colin Peterson, he sort of wants to have it both ways. You know, he says he voted against initial passage back in 2009 but has since then resisted every opportunity to either repeal the bill or make major reforms to it. And he really doesn't have any fresh ideas that would uh, solve the problems that face our country at this time. Well, we've heard uh, President Trump, his uh, popularity, particularly in in Midwestern states like Wisconsin and Minnesota and Iowa, uh, certainly not as strong as our neighbors to to the West, North Dakota and South Dakota, or maybe um, uh, in uh, Missouri even, he's where he's uh, performing quite well. Uh, do you see that in your particular district? I know in the state, maybe his his approval rating isn't as high as it once was, but I know he won CD7 handily in 2016. But have you seen any indication where his support may not be as strong as it once was? 
Not at all. Not at all. I think okay. I think support for Pre- President Trump in Western Minnesota is every bit as uh, strong as it was in 2016, if not more so. Especially mm. because recently of this whole uh, ju- uh, Judge Kavanaugh confirmation uh, debacle. I, I think the uh, the behavior and the, and the performance of the uh, Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee was reprehensible. And I think uh, there's been a, a, an amazing reaction out here in the West, uh, a burst of energy at the end here where folks are suddenly asking for yard signs. I mean, we were getting our yard signs out, but in the last few weeks, it's just been amazing. And I think that's a reaction to just the uh, despicable behavior on the part of the uh, of the folks, you know, Senator Feinstein and so forth uh, in that whole Kavanaugh uh, confirmation. Uh, my colleague uh, Mitch Berg, he had mentioned on the uh, program yesterday, and he had Dr. John Lott on the broadcast that the uh, Bloomberg affiliated gun groups they never they never seem to slow down, pouring a lot of money into certain congressional districts uh, in the state of Minnesota. Certainly, the Second Amendment is uh, is still a uh, strong issue with a lot of folks. I, I imagine CD seven uh, uh, have they uh, have they set foot in CD seven at all, Dave Hughes? I wouldn't think that would be a winning issue for the Bloomberg folks there, but uh, uh, given the fact that the Second Amendment is still uh, a very salient issue have you seen any uh bloomberg or heard of any uh, bloomberg affiliations in your district i have not seen or heard that and uh, you know it is a very uh, gun-friendly district and uh, colin peterson generally has an okay record on that uh but uh, uh i'm a i'm a much stronger person on the second amendment than colin and, and we know that because colin's campaign over his 28 years has, has given money to far left democratic candidates who are uh, militantly against second amendment rights and so um, even if you think Colin's okay on that issue, he's not, and uh, and that's because he's giving money to the other side. So uh, I will always vote uh, pro Second Amendment, and uh, you'll never hear of me giving money to uh, somebody with the opposite values. Fantastic. Once again, Dave Hughes, Republican candidate for Minnesota Seventh Congressional District. Dave, we only got about thirty seconds remaining. If people want to help out, pitch in time or resources, where can they go? Uh, please go to HughesForCongress.us. That's H-U-G-H-E-S. F-O-R, congress.us, and uh, on Twitter, uh, really big presence out there. It's uh, at D. Hughes Congress, and uh, we need any amount of folks that can give uh, financially because uh, these last uh, two weeks are uh, big on radio, blasting the airwaves, and uh, any amount uh, is helpful, and we sure do appreciate it. Once again, that's uh, Hughes for the word for Hughes4Congress.us. Go there to find out how you can help with any time or resources. Uh, we haven't heard much about the seat, but we definitely know it is within range. Dave Hughes, appreciate your time today, sir. Uh, best of luck these last two weeks, and uh, hope to catch up with you soon. Thanks so much, Brad. Look forward to seeing you. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today. Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? 
or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis. You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com, and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. According to Google, a local business owner like you needs to spend at least 15 hours a week to optimize their online search campaigns. I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, introducing you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for local businesses. Let Salem Surround maximize your SEO and SEM campaigns so you can run your business. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. Message and data rates may apply. Welcome to Coursera, the online gateway to thousands of career-advancing courses from many of the world's best universities. So what can Coursera do for you? Coursera is the perfect way to learn at my own pace and have this amazing knowledge to help me advance professionally. I almost doubled what I was earning. Coursera is the reason I'm now a full-stack developer, and I've got skills that I know are in demand. Whether you want to hone your skills, add to your qualifications, or switch careers, Coursera provides access to interactive learning learning experiences from schools like the University of Illinois, Arizona State University, and the University of London. And you can join Coursera for free. Just text TREND11 to 250-250. Coursera is liberating because it let me take control of my education, learn what I want to learn, and change my whole life. Join Coursera for free. Text TREND11 to 250-250. Coursera, your course to success. Text TREND11 to 250-250. Welcome back, Camp 12 the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. One, uh, another segment on the broadcast we like to call The Closer. As I am closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. You can check out my friend and colleague, King Banyan, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. That's Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. for The King Banyan Show. And my friend and colleague Mitch Berg on these very airwaves, AM 12 at Patriot. He's the headliner edition, heard Saturdays, 1 to 3 p.m. I am on Sundays, 1 to 3 p.m., the closer. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow for any comments or questions. And don't forget, folks, the Battleground Talkers Tour takes place this Thursday, October 25th at the Radisson Blue Mall of America. Gets kicked off at 7 p.m. The VIP dinner is sold out, but you can still get tickets to the main event. There's still a handful of tickets remaining to the talk given by pop, very popular national radio hosts, Dennis Prager, Michael Medved, and Larry Elder. That's the main event. That's what you're going to want to come out for. They're going to break it down on how we can make this final push and possibly keep the House of Representatives in Republican hands. And I tell you what, it comes down to Minnesota. Because they uh, the, of the uh, uh, some of the toss up seats, three are uh, act- actually the um, three are located in Minnesota, or four are located in Minnesota. But what am I talking about? Five are located. Five are very uh, very much in the balance right now. Although those five seats that were previously in the toss up category have kind of been moved around a little bit. Like uh, leans Republican, 
The first and eighth congressional districts are now designated as lean Republicans. Those would be flips from Democrat to Republican. However, the second congressional district and third congressional district are now in the leans Democrat category. That's not good news because those are, like I say, Republican-held seats. And if we can flip the first and the eighth, that's good news. But losing the second and third would be a major buzzkill because then the the House delegation would remain the same, five Democrats, three Republicans. And we were just talking to Dave Hughes. Right now, the 7th Congressional District is leans Democrat, okay? Now, if it's likely Dem or safe Dem, that's probably not going to flip. But if it's still in the leans category, eh, you never know. You never know. I saw an interesting statistic that was put out recently that indicates the last few midterms, you know, midterm cycles, Republicans have typically performed, on average, 3% better in the generic congressional ballot than the final ballot going into Election Day. So if right now the generic congressional ballot has the Democrats at plus 6 or plus 7, that means they likely take the House but don't get the Senate. However, if the Republicans somehow perform 3% better, then there's a fighting chance that they can keep the House. It's not likely, but at least there's a possibility. And uh, Politico came out with a great argument, or a great piece, I should say, from this past week. And I I especially noticed it because it had Pete Stauber as kind of its cover photo. Pete Stauber, of course, we talked to within the last week or two. He is the Republican candidate in CD8. That one you can pretty much tag and bag for the Republicans. They're not taking anything for granted, don't get me wrong. Uh, Jim Hagedorn in the first, Pete Stauber in the eighth. They're still going to go out there and campaign right up until uh, Election Day and even into Election Day. I could pretty much guarantee that. But those look real good, and that's a big flip for the Republicans. And I can tell you that it, with pretty with uh, uh, significant confidence that that's going to flip to Pete Stauber and the Republicans, CD8 that is, because the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee had scheduled over a million dollars worth of ad buys in the 8th, but they canceled those ad buys and instead rerouted the money to CDs 1 and CDs 2. CDs 1 would be a hold for the Democrats. CD 2 would be a flip for the Democrats, and they think those are more realizable for the Democrats to win than CD 8. So it's good news that the 8th is going to go Republican. Bad news if the 2nd goes from Republican to Democrat. And uh, Jason Lewis, Jason Lewis, Jason Lewis. uh, Sorry, I can't say Jason Lewis without remembering the old days of his radio show. Uh, No reason to kick him out of the 2nd. But it's a swing district. It's an R plus one district. And if Republicans aren't turning out the way they should, uh, we could lose that seat. Now, again, it's a swing district. How how motivated are Republicans to turn out? Hopefully very motivated. And if so, that one's still possibly to keep in hand. But, again, Politico uh, came out with a, a, a piece this past week, and I'll read a couple of excerpts from it. Uh, Nevertheless, it's indisputable Republicans are in a serious jam. Democrats have infinitely more passed to win the chamber than Republicans do of holding it. Even Republicans admit that Democrats have already closed out about 15 races, well over halfway to the 23 seats they need to win the majority. Democrats are competing in more than 75 districts currently representing by Republicans, giving them ample room to secure the final dozen seats needed to take the majority. At the same time, Republicans say there's no question that their lot has improved in the past few weeks. Their internal polls show the president's approval ratings have increased by an average of five points in a handful of swing districts. 
giving Republicans who were underwater a fighting chance. GOP fortunes have improved in a grab bag of districts from Trump strongholds where the Kavanaugh battle has energized conservatives to racially diverse districts where incumbents with strong connections to voters appear to be staving off challengers. After pulling money out of Republican Representative Rod Blum's Iowa district, figuring they had his seat won, Democrats recently started spending there again uh, to blunt an unexpected surge by the incumbent. GOP internal polls uh, show Blum is up four points, and the Republicans are pouring in a further $1 million to help Blum, who'd previously been viewed as a lost cause. Now, the good news here is that the Republican National Committee is in a much stronger financial position than the Democratic National Committee. But the Democrats are still pouring a lot of money in these districts because they have the advantage in independent expenditures, particularly the Bloomberg gun control groups. And if you listen to Mitch Berg's show yesterday where he had on John Lott, they're pouring a ton of resources into CD2 thinking that gun control will be a, a positive issue for them, the Bloomberg folks, that is. So... Again, uh, gun control is being made a major issue in some of these suburban districts. And somebody described it, if a district is within four miles of, say, a Whole Foods and it's Republican-held, it's vulnerable. So uh, here's another interesting stat. Uh, Trump's approval rating, this was from uh, uh, Josh Kroshauer at, at the, uh, at, uh, hot, at the um, National Journal. He's a politics editor at National Journal. Josh Kroshauer I like because uh, he's a very uh, very straight shooter, neutral voice, just reports the news. There aren't a lot of those out there. So he's a hotline Josh is, is, is a great follow on Twitter. He talks about how Trump's approval rating has reached 47% amongst registered voters in the NBC Washington uh, Wall Street Journal poll. It's his highest yet, and that's a major boost to Republicans with just over two weeks of the midterm. And as Josh Kroshauer emphasizes, what's overlooked is that is higher than Obama's before the 2010 midterms. And that's key because, remember the 2010 midterms, Republicans, I think, gained 40 to 50 seats in the 2010 midterms, and they also gained six seats in the Senate. Now, they didn't quite take the Senate majority because Democrats had such a uh, big majority. But that is at least going in their right direction. Uh, I'm just just for purposes of closure. Ooh, it was 63 seats Republicans picked up in 2010. But the to draw the distinction of those 63 seats, there were about 40 seats that were held by Democrats going into the 2010 cycle that were at R plus five or higher. So obviously they were ripe for Republican pickups. As far as it being the other way around. I think there was only five such seats that Republicans held that were D plus five or higher. And obviously the Democrats look to be picking those up, but they need to flip 23 seats, I believe it is, to take over a majority. And as was detailed in this Politico article, uh, they're already more than halfway there with 15 flips. And if you look at real clear politics right now, if you put in the category leans dem, likely dem, or safe dem, 205 seats on the GOP side, safe Republican, likely Republican, leans Republican is 199. So do the math. That's 31 toss-ups. The problem is of those 31 toss-ups, 
30 are seats currently held by Republicans. So just looking at it from a sheer number standpoint, it does not look good for the GOP to hang on to the House. And what's also going to be interesting is I've talked about we're having an election night broadcast. There are, let's see, um, five seats in California and another seat in Washington, another one in Utah, all in the in the uh, western west coast, western uh, Pacific time zone, I believe. I don't know if Utah, I think Utah still mountain time, if I'm not mistaken. But California, that's in the uh, um, Pacific standard time as is Washington. Those are six of those seats. So what I'm saying is the House could flip, but we may not know it until well late into the night. And like I say, we plan on doing an election night broadcast from uh, 8. I think it starts. Get, we could start at 8 and go until at least midnight. We may go well beyond that. Who's to say? But, yeah, it's going to go late into the night. And there's also a couple other seats that are in the lean category, you know, that are from the state of California as well as the state of Washington. So, uh, like I say, if Republicans can perform 3% better than the generic congressional ballot, which has kind of been the trend the last several midterms, then there's a possibility that some of these seats in the lean category, leans Dem category, like the three in Minnesota, the second, third, and seventh, which are currently leans Democrat. If we can hang on to one or two of those, that would be huge. And Jason Lewis said it on Mitch's show a couple of weeks ago. The second could very well be a bellwether, bellwether uh, race. So something to keep an eye upon. Uh, like I say, I think the Senate is good for the Republicans. They hold on to the Senate House. If I had to make a prediction, uh, I say the Democrats get a slim majority, but I'd love to be wrong. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Or just use hashtag NarnShow on Twitter, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, the closer, with one final segment on the broadcast coming up. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. It's time for the Narn Report. A few weeks ago, a Republican Party figure criticized me as a, quote, never Trumper. It's not true, of course. I'm a Trump skeptic. And you want to know what? If my guy, Scott Walker, had won the election, today I would be a Scott Walker skeptic. Let me explain. Do you remember the cult of personality that got built up around Barack Obama or Bernie Sanders or or Hillary, for that matter? It was funny stuff, but as conservatives, we should know it's the duty of everyone in a free society to be skeptical of all leaders, all politicians, not just the ones they disagree with. I'll give the president credit where it's due, and I'll criticize him where it's warranted, just as I would do if Ronald Reagan came back from the great beyond today. It's what free people do. Hear the Northern Alliance Radio Network, Saturday and Sundays at 1 p.m., AM 1280, The Patriot. Giving your computer problems a boot, Arby's Computer Service. Hi, everybody. Randy from Arby's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. 
Time is money. If your server or even an important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884. Or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Standard Heating agrees that fall is a time for comfort. Things like sweaters, campfires, and pumpkin spice lattes. So while the weather is turning cold outside, you can remain comfortable inside with a new high-efficiency furnace from Standard Heating. In fact, if you buy a new furnace during October, you'll save at least $1,300. That's a lot of pumpkin spice lattes. In addition to saving $1,300 on a new furnace, you'll also be saving money on your monthly heating bills, and you and your family can enjoy the season in worry-free comfort. Standard Heating has been keeping Minnesotans comfortable since 1930. Just ask any of their 475,000 happy Twin Cities customers why they depend on standard heating all year round. Find out more about saving $1,300 on your new furnace at standardheating.com patriot. Don't wait. This sale ends October 31st. Standard heating and air conditioning. Comfort you deserve. There she was. Just walking down the street singing. Welcome back, Game 12 to the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. One final segment this hour, or this uh, for the entire program for that matter. And we do have a phone call on line two. Pat in Minneapolis is calling in. Hey, Pat, you are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Welcome. Yes, hi. Thank you for all of that political information. I think I got a little bit lost in some of it, but I'm wondering in the um, in my experience in talking to people about Ellison, Keith Ellison and his campaign for attorney general and how dangerous people feel, just kind of a visceral negative reaction against what he intends to do here in Minnesota with destroying Trump's agenda and destroying our freedoms and our, our um, free speech rights as well, so our religious rights. Uh, and Doug Wardlow seems to be closing or maybe tied or more with him. And I'm wondering, since it's a statewide race, if people wouldn't just come out against Ellison um, to vote, you know, come out just to vote against him and help Wardlow, but wouldn't that help all of the other local races and maybe even some of our national um, races as well? And what do you think of that? Yeah, uh, you know, Attorney General, because it's a constitutional office, and for better or for worse, people aren't as dialed into the constitutional office as, as say, uh, the governor's office. Uh, I know that from, obviously, Keith Ellison is someone that is a well-known name, and people are familiar with him, and therefore uh, are getting to know Doug Wardlow, or like you say, may just not vote for Attorney General or may vote against Ellison. I mean, Wardlow is certainly been getting hit hard because of his affiliation for Alliance Defending Freedom. People construe that organization as being anti-gay, which it is not. But nevertheless, that is kind of the chanting point that's being put out there. Uh, I think Keith Ellison, you know, I've said it many times before, in his uh, role as CD5 congressman, which is a D plus 26 district, he's never had to apologize for his far radical stances because it was never going to hurt him in that district. So, there's a treasure trove of sound bites out there to use, and they are being used. Uh, and of course, there was the recent issue where 
his divorce records were made public, and one of the issues that was cropped up is that he's he calls healthcare a moral right and healthcare for all, and is all behind this thirty-two trillion dollar Medicare for all, even though no one has a concept of how to pay for it. Yet he didn't fulfill his court order to pay for his wife's health insurance, who and his wife who has MS. So. Whether that's going to resonate with the folks, Pat, I have no idea, but uh, there's plenty to hit him on, and uh, that isn't even addressing the allegations of domestic abuse against him, which are serious allegations, but again, without uh, concrete proof, it is just uh, more of a innocent until proven guilty. That's how people should look at it, and whether that will be held against him, that's up to the voters. Yes, thank you very much. I yeah, appreciate that, Pat. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the call. Um yeah, like I said, the race has tightened up. I know that uh, uh, Ellison has had a slight lead, and Wardlow has has it, the race has been a dead heat. As long as it stays within the margin of error, Doug Wardlow has a shot. And plus, you got to remember, this is a race that has been reflexively voting Democrat since the late '60s, and uh, so ever since I think 1972. Was what a dem- when a Democrat was voted in, and it's been voted. I think a Democrat's been voted in pretty much every time since then. So this is going to be a, a tough race, regardless. Uh, Keith Ellison, you know, there, there's plenty to hit him on his radical stances. That's that's for sure. Uh, I don't know if this unsealing his divorce records going to backfire on those who, uh, I guess, the Star Tribune and Alpha News both sought to unseal the divorce records to see if there were any allegations of abuse against Ellison, and it turns out apparently there was allegations that his ex-wife, Kim Ellison, uh, physically abused her ex-husband, Keith Ellison. But, again, what else came out was, again, he didn't fulfill his court order to pay for his wife's health insurance. So whether that's going to resonate, I I have no idea. But Karen Monahan, the woman who was in a relationship with Keith Ellison and alleged that he had physically abused her, uh, she's not going away. That's for sure. And again, that comes down to the voters, whether they want to take that into the voting booth or not. It's certainly not enough to bring criminal charges against Keith Ellison, simply because, you know, I I, I don't know if it was reported right away or not. If there's video evidence, like she claims there is, that would certainly solve the issue. But again, she doesn't want to release that. And you know what? I don't blame her, because if if it happened the way it's been described, that has to be some pretty degrading and humiliating footage, and I can understand why she wouldn't want to drag herself through that. So, you know, we'll see. But again, the voters have to decide whether they're going to hold Keith Ellison accountable. It's much like the voters who are going to vote for senators who voted to confirm Justice Brett Kavanaugh. If they feel so morally offended that their senators voted for someone who was merely accused of uh, of sexual assault 35 plus years ago, then that's up to the voters. You can talk to them about due process all you want, but again, the threshold for elected office is much lower than to be convicted of an actual crime. It's it's applicable in both of these cases, whether the Ellison case or the, or the Brett Kavanaugh case. And again, I don't I don't know of any Senate races that are up where senators are in danger because they voted to confirm uh, Brett Kavanaugh. I know there are some vulnerable senators. Uh, who are going to have to answer for voting against him, particularly the Heidi Heitkamp in North Dakota, John Tester in Montana, Joe Donnelly in Indiana, Claire McCaskill in um, Missouri. You know, that may be an issue that's resonating with those folks in those in those states. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, I, 
I, I cannot imagine living in a state with Keith Ellison as attorney general. I mean, he's flat out said he's going to politicize the office. He's going to use the office as a political arm to resist the Trump administration. And we all know Keith Ellison is an advocate for open borders. So you better believe that whatever jurisdiction he has to push for this being a sanctuary uh, sanctuary state, you know, obviously that's Tim Waltz's big issue too. So if there's ever a reason to vote for Jeff Johnson for governor and Doug Wardlow for attorney general, it's basically to fend off lawlessness by two members who said, yeah, we, we, we are definitely for illegal immigrants having rights that regular citizens have. Okay, so... This it's all in the eye in the eyes of the voter that that's for certain. So this is these are a lot of issues that are going to be covered in the next couple of weeks. And again, folks, I hope to see you out at the Battleground Talkers Tour. And by the way, if you don't like to use the internet, that's perfectly fine too. Give us a call six five one four zero five eighty eight hundred. That's the main line. And any questions you have about the Battleground Talkers Tour, I guarantee they will put you in touch with someone who can answer your questions, help you purchase tickets. Because I'm looking at it right now. There are less than 10 tickets remaining for the preferred seating for the event with Michael Medved, Dennis Prager, and Larry Elder. And there's about there's a handful of tickets also remaining for general admission. That's what you want to come to, the talk that these three guys are going to give. So, again, go to am1280thepatriot.com, click on the banner, Battleground Talkers Tour, and we hope to see you there this Thursday. Folks, as always, I've enjoyed it. Appreciate you tuning in. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Closing time. One last call for alcohol. So finish your whiskey or beer. Closing time. This is Michael Medved here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The cost of many Medicare plans are decreasing this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans, plans that can eliminate your out-of-pocket costs, plans with $0 premiums, and even plans that pay you back. What is it people need to keep in mind? With so many new options, it can be confusing. You can get objective help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more. With lower co-pays, more choices like dental, vision, and prescription drug coverage, and the freedom to see the doctors you choose. Don't miss out on savings you deserve. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. Find out if you can get a Medicare plan that pays you back. Call 800-735-8803. That's 800-735-8803. 800-735-8803. If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, please call this toll-free number right now. 800-390-9528. That's 800-390-9528. By calling your addiction team, you're taking the first steps to recovery. The help you need could be one call away. 800-390-9528. Make the free call now. 800-390-9528. Your addiction team is a third-party advertiser for various treatment centers and placement networks. Individual results will vary. Visit youraddictionteam.com forward slash turns for more information. These past couple of weeks, we've seen just how toxic political rhetoric can be and that the midterms really are a battleground. 
Prager, Elder, and Medved are in the Twin Cities this Thursday evening to help us find direction through the fog that is mainstream news media. Head to am1280thepatriot.com for tickets and details. The Battleground Talkers Tour is supported by Mortgages Unlimited, MakeMNRed.com, and Lucky Station Convenience Stores. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. And just for being a loyal Patriot listener, I'll waive your first initial cleaning fee. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.